Welcome to Talking Mom to Mom. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. My name is Lindsay and my co-host, whom you will meet shortly, is Rochelle. We are two moms on the opposite side of the same coin. Between the two of us, we have children at every age and stage and hope to inspire those homeschool moms who need to pick me up in their busy schedule, busy just like us. We have come to realize that the best way to approach this sanctifying work of motherhood is with a good dose of humor and humility. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, this is Rochelle, and welcome to another episode of Talking Mom to Mom. This is episode 13, and today we are going to be talking about exploring home business for the homeschool family. And this is a topic that Lindsay and I know quite a bit about. We've not only been in business together and homeschooled, but we also have introduced our children to um, home business as well. So it's a topic we're really passionate and excited about, and we are super excited to start talking about it over the next few weeks, and we hope you're just as excited to see how home business can fit into your homeschool family. Yes, it's, uh, we really enjoy it. <laughs> it's a nice way to make a little extra cash for your kids on the side and for the family if you do it as a whole family, but um, I know that my daughter's really excited about learning about money that I guess that's what we're mainly using it for it's a it's a good math lesson all it's it's multiple kinds of lessons but math is a good one to interject in there yeah that's that's a good point that a lot of people are concerned about time I mean they're already homeschooling they're already taking care of family at home and that just homeschooling and taking care of a home I mean that's more than a full-time job so the idea of adding in uh, you know a home business to that sounds overwhelming but if you think of it as we've always made it into part of your if there were younger children trying to explore the option it was part of your schooling so because you use I mean there's so many lessons you can learn from math to you know just with all the accounting that goes with it right you know just how you're going to talk to people how you're just business planning time management perseverance there's so many things that a business can teach and just adding that into your schooling you know if you can i think is a great option because it's not going to take it won't feel like you're drowning you know i have a daughter who um enjoys graphic design she wanted to do that because i that's what i do and i thought well for art instead of doing some of the art that we were doing now her art program is learning photoshop so that way that's something she wanted to explore. She wanted she draws very well, and she wanted to be someone who made this little clip art and possibly sell it or make a little clip art for, a, you know, a project or something, you know, a book or something that she might want to create. And this way she can have take art, and it will influence or help her along with that business. So if you can incorporate it, then it won't seem so overwhelming to you, whether it's a child that likes computers because there's a lot of coding classes that are online. And it's good for children to learn also that you just jump into a business all the time. Sometimes it does take some education and some prep work and some hard work. And sometimes you've got to get through some of the, the boring, not-so-fun stuff before you can market yourself, too. Right. We actually um, started a business back in January. I was a part of my daughter's Christmas gift. She is soon to be nine years old, and she 
has always said she wanted to start her own business. And, of course, you know, little kids always have lots of different ideas from daycare when she gets older to running a, a club of some sort, a mommy's club, that she had talked about that at one point. But um, after thinking on it for some time, I was trying to think of something she could do uh, with, you know, little help from me, um, but mostly independent. And so we, we chose something in the jewelry uh, market, but I felt like using two small beads might be a little too much and too expensive. And so I actually looked into doing silicone beads, which are, have you ever heard of two beads or uh, teething beads, nursing necklaces, those types of things. And right, yeah. Silicone, silicone beads on those. And I kind of looked at the price point on all of that, and they're colorful and lots of different shapes. And I thought, wow, my, you know, daughter will really like these and it'll be easy enough for the younger girls as they get older to to kind of come into and being that we were going to do nursing necklaces and pacifier clips and all that in the baby realm she could always add on products to that if she chose to continue it later on so i could get her started oh yeah and if, if they stick with it then they can, you know, she she always has wanted to crochet, and she's not great at it yet, but, you know, if she gets better at it and she wants to make little, um, you know, outfits or uh, little stuffed animals, those knit stuffed animals that you can see, um, then she can add those into it. So well, anyone who crochets is going to get so mad at me for saying knit. Crochet is very different. <laughs> they are different, apparently. I'm not good at either one. so I'm not either, but I have been told yeah. that you do not do the two. Yeah. They both fall under the same category as failing for me, so at least that's where they're similar. <laughs> but your daughter has already seen some success in her business, so it's not yes. just something where you're kind of training her. She's, you know, she's selling in stores now, too, right, a few of them? Yeah. Yep, we live in a small town, and there is a little boutique here in town that sells kind of a little bit of everything. It's actually a photography studio slash vintage antique store, and then they also have some just different items from people around town that make things to sell. And so they're just trying to support local uh, vendors. And so the the lady, I, ta I talked to the lady, and she said, yeah, bring in some items. And she looked them through and picked which ones she wanted and put them up on the shelf. And it was so neat for my daughter to be able to see the items that she made on display somewhere, and it made her feel very official. It was cute. And um, she has sold some through the shop. And then we've also, we started just selling, you know, to friends and family, and then got we've had some you know, people referred through friends and family who have bought. But we just started in January, and I would say we've had probably 30 sales by now. So, I mean, that's pretty good, <laughs> I would say. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not trying to build a an empire here. We're just trying, you know, to get some a little bit of business experience. So, marketing. Right, right. she's having fun, and that's what we want. Right. I, I know for my 12-year-old, she started – mowing lawns well she didn't really start mowing lawns as much as it kind of fell into her lap it was <laughs> my neighbor she had hired someone to mow her lawn and that um kid became you know through the years he eventually graduated high school and he went off to college and so did his you know and his brothers were older and you know it's kind of like the, the it was a brother's little business where they would go and mow the lawns and it, they had quite a few clients in the area and when that no longer 
that option was no longer there for her, she had asked my son to do it and thought that, well, he might want to make a little bit of extra money. It's not something he really cared to do very much. He did it for a while, but when his sister was like, I'll do it, I'll do it, as soon as she could, he was handed it over and said, okay, if you want to do it, go ahead. But it's been great for her because she's a hard worker. She doesn't mind grunt work, and she came home excited because she did two lawns in like 30 minutes and made like $30. So she was oh, wow. really excited about that. And she's like, I made so much money in such a short amount of time. And she was happy. And that's a business. And see, yeah, kid mowing lawns, making money, you might say, well, you know, how business is that in a sense? I mean, technically, if you do something and you make money, but we try to teach her to handle it like a business where with professionalism, with invoices, with, you know, that type of thing. So we extended it, not just, oh, yeah, go mow lawn, they'll give you, you know, $15. It was we wanted her to look at the lawn, tell them what she could do for her, make sure that she's doing it correctly, you know, um, keeping track of her own money, keeping track of when, because these people want her to do it on a regular basis. So keeping track of when they need it and anticipating their needs. Like if it's been, there's been a lot of rain. I had never you know, before, taking it back. Yeah, well. Well, it was just because it was something that we kind of tried to tell her how to do so she would be more professional and so she could practice that professionalism. But a nice thing about it is because she's, you know, 12 and she can do that on her own, it comes after school. So for her to have her own business and get that sense of accomplishment that makes some extra money, it's not taking away from schooling. It's not something added on to me. So, I mean, if you have a lot of little kids, sometimes that is more difficult but you can also explore the option of your children doing jobs that you don't necessarily have to be there for or to have to oversee all the time. I mean, she's, you know, mature enough to go over there, mow the lawn, and put something on their door saying that it was mowed and there's so much they're owed, you know, how much they are. So she can do that all on her own. She knows how to operate the lawnmower. She's been doing it for us since she was like 10, so with, with help. So now she's more than capable of doing it on her own. She's Tall is, well, I'm short, but she's taller than me. Doesn't mean much. And she's strong, so she can get the work done, and she can do it quickly, and she can do it well. So that was a nice option. So you're not having, and it's something that I also don't have to put money into other than making sure that the lawnmower has gas. So there are options out there for your kid to get the exact same experience at, you know, because you might think, well, yeah, they mow a few lawns, but we had her take the business approach to it, so she's going to get that experience. But it's not costing me anything, time or money, but it's making her money and it's taking up its time that she has to manage. So it was really a, a very winning situation all the way around for us. Now, I have a I also question work. for you. It, it's a seasonal job. Does she take it and do, like, in the winter months or fall, does she do leaf blowing or, um, you know, shoveling driveways or anything like that for the other seasons? Yeah, she'll rake leaves and she will um, – also shovel law, or shovel the driveways too and the sidewalks. So she'll do it all. Okay. It's like a it's, so nice. she'll do everything, and she and she's more than happy to do it. And I found that at her age, it was a good time to get her because she was willing to do any kind of work to make money. You know, she's like, if they, you're going to give it to her, and you told her what it was. It didn't matter if it was manual labor. It didn't matter if it was difficult. You know, she was excited to do it. And I think when your kids are excited to do something, you, finding that option for them then is really good because trying to get them excited about it later is not, you know, it's kind of like when your kids are young and they think doing the dishes is fun 
and then you get like a, you know, as they get older, they're like, seriously, I have to do this shit. You know, it's like torture. Well, you know, it's kind of like the same thing with business because it's, it's business, it's work. Business is work. And uh, sometimes when they're excited, you kind of want to get them in the routine of doing it then because they can make something out of it. I mean, it's someone we both know. Lindsay and I both work with Samantha. She has her own graphic design business. I think it's, now I don't remember the name of it. Oh, that's terrible. But I'll probably have to note that somewhere because it was in living color, but I think she changed the name. So anyway, but she's young. She is in her first year of college. But before that, she was in high school and doing graphic design. And she was making more money than her friends, she was telling me. And she was working on her own time building her own client list, and now that she's in college, she has those same clients. She's got that same influx of business, and that's helping her out quite a bit. And she was someone that I got to help out quite a bit with her business, how to handle customers, how to handle some things that they were saying to her, how to do some technical things with her graphic design. And it was nice to see her use that as the years went on and how it benefited her that she didn't have to just go out and get a job. Now, there's nothing wrong with the kid going out and getting a job, but some people who are interested, if you're interested in entrepreneurship, it's nice to have them see it as a reality when they're young and carry it through because it's not something she wants to do. She just wanted to work for herself to pay for college. So it's not the right. end game. And so for some so people, it's many not. College, well, there's so many college students. Okay, and I'm actually part of that generation that we went to college and we did it all on student loans and didn't mm-hmm. – I, I, where I did work, it definitely wasn't cash flowing my college, and I ended up accruing quite a bit of loans that, you know, we're still paying off loans from my husband and I now. And, uh, you know, being able to instill these skills and uh, initiatives in your children early will, like with Samantha, will help them when they get to college where they will understand, okay, what money is, and, you know, if if I take out, if I do have to take out a loan, this has to be paid back. It's not just free money. And so it's just understanding the concept of money and the concept of uh, how budgeting and earning money and business skills and all these things are so important to life and how they work uh, in day in and day out. And so you're equipping your children from an early age to be able to live as adults, <laughs> which in right. many cases doesn't happen these days. <laughs> as, you know, as, as And, you know, even if you don't think that you have time, you know, for individual children in your home to start a business or because maybe you have your own business at home, then include them in that business. Make it a homeschool family business. Now, it doesn't have to be officially a family business, but it, even if you're selling Lula Rose or you're selling something along those lines, Mary Kay, whatever. I mean, what, if you're one of those moms that are selling those products, you can include your kids in your business by help, have them help you do a little bit of inventory, help them, have them help you prepare for a show, depending on their age, you know, to have them run a few little gopher things for you, just to get them in the mode of, okay, this is, and what you'll find is you're going to find that your kids will take your business more, you know, it's more legitimate to them because they're going to see moms working because that's one thing that I struggled with when I worked. My kids were like, mom doesn't work when they were littler because I was home. So they actually didn't think I was working. I'm like, I don't know what they thought I was doing, but they didn't think all at work. So I don't know what they thought. But once I started having them, you know, oh, look at this. What do you think of that? I mean, it's almost like 
when you're training to do a chore and you're not expecting them to do it well, but it's the training mode, you know, like I'll tell when I'm doing designing a logo, I might ask my daughter, like, you know, what do you think this, what do you get out of this? What do you think of this font versus that one? What do you think of the colors here? And am I really taking her opinion? Well, for the most part, not really, you know, depending, unless she says something great. But in that process, I'm telling her, like, when she'll say, well, I really like this way. And I'm like, well, but from one of the elements of design, we do know, see, because I put a lesson in there is that we want to keep like-minded things together. So when we're designing this business card, we want to make sure all our contact information is not spread out. It's right there. And so she's learning, and she's, oh, what about doing it this way then? And I'm including her. So she goes, oh, yeah, mom does work. So if I ever have to say, okay, I have to get a project done. I'm working right now. You're going to find your kids are going to respect that more and go, okay, it's like mom's office hours. Because office hours for mom often turns into them still knocking on your door, like for silly things, you know, and I'm talking about older kids. I mean, you've got little kids. They're, they're probably not walking on your office door. You're probably doing it when they're asleep or out in the middle, you know, where they can all see you all together. But when you have older kids, sometimes I'm – my kids are older, so I'm in my room or I'm somewhere else, and they'll come downstairs from doing work in their room and or doing whatever they're doing. But if they know it's my, like, office hours, they're not going to – they're going to respect that. You know, they're going to go, oh, well, she's working right now. I'm, I don't need to ask her that. I'll wait till she's done, you know, on the things that they can wait for. You know, so – but having them involve them will give them a sense of what you're doing and it will help them accomplish some of those things that we're talking about here as far as uh, how to put a business together, business plan, you know, maybe even how, helping them calculate, helping them be your little bookkeeper, that kind of thing. It, they're still going to get those same lessons, but they're helping you. So it's not necessarily that you have to have individual children start businesses. You can just have them help you. And you know, you might end up getting a really good partner out of it. You might get a kid that's going to really help you out. You know, that, I mean, my daughter's home from college, and I'm going to have her help me over the summer with one of my businesses. I get a lot of customer service um, calls that I have to take. It's a seasonal thing, and it's crazy. It's busy and stresses me out, and I'm going to have her help out with that, and I'm going to pay her to do it. So it's, you know, that's one of those things that she can help and she can see what it's like and what I do and if it's something that she wants to deal with on her own. Like, oh, you know, I could run my own business. You know, I could do that. But, you know, you never know how you're going to train your kids to help you out. And it could become a family business. There are plenty of homeschool families that do have businesses where they create a product or a curriculum, uh, you know, even if it's soap making, that kind of thing, and they market it and they all work together. So you can make this as small or as big as you want it to be. If you're not interested in home business, we still think, I think because Lindsay and I are pretty passionate about it, as far as with the lessons that it teaches, that even if it's not your end game, that having them have that experience is such a unique thing to have that they're not going to get, you're not going to get it any other way. You're not going to get that business experience any other way through your school years unless you kind of like show them how to do it, put them into it. Even if you're doing role playing, like, okay, well, let's make up a business and let's see, you know, talk about it that way. Talk about things as if they're coming up because it helps with their creativity and, you know, it helps with um, perseverance and, like I said, with time management and all of those other good things. I mean, it, you see a change in your kids when they're responsible for something that they have to do, and it's on them. I mean, with my 12-year-old, her lawn business is on her. I'm, I don't come to her rescue. It's on her. If somebody needs her to mow her lawn and she forgets to do it or 
doesn't forget to do it but has something else going on, then she has to make those arrangements with them. You know what? I can't do it. I have softball that night. I can do it this time. Or what time can I do it? Let's see. I can do it this time. She, she has to take care of all of that, and she does. She's 12 years old, and she takes care of all of that on her own. And you might think she's she is amazing, and you might think, well, she's unique, but she's really not unique. She is amazing because she's mine, <laughs> but she's not unique. You know, your kid, you'll be surprised. I would not have thought, I'll share a little secret, I would not have thought that child to be capable of handling it as well as she is. Would never have thought it. Would not have thought my son was as capable of handling when we coached a soccer team together. It's not quite a business, but I gave him the reins, and he did a phenomenal job. The kids loved him. He was, I couldn't believe the job he did. I'd never seen him in that light. You'll be surprised what your kids will accomplish when they know that you're not always there to back them up, when you're there to support but not there to do. You'll be surprised. It's, it's a wonderful experience. And you, you can even get that when they're helping you. Yeah, because I'm sure your daughter, when she's making things, isn't she coming up with her own designs and she knows what she's she doing is. now? That's what I was going to say, because I do have younger kids that I'm doing this with. I am there for quality control and obviously I make the the inventory orders and things like that. But she is there for she when we when we pick out the inventory for the different beads, she is right there to pick out which color she wants and um when they come in she is the one that puts everything away because we have it all organized by color and shape and all that stuff and so she's responsible for putting everything away. And then she does come up with her own designs and I am just there for making sure that they are put together properly because they're baby items, so we don't want anything breaking or, you know, because it's beads and babies. But um, other than quality control and just, you know, ordering process, she pretty much does everything else. But she's seeing you do uh, those other things, so pretty soon as she grows, she'll be able to do all that on her own too. Exactly. We've actually really um, taken on a customer service side where she writes a thank you note to everyone. And I don't know what you're doing with your daughter. I'm sure you are. But, uh, you know, you can teach them through this process how to tithe and uh, how to manage their money for if they save a little bit, you know, put some away for saving and then have some for spending. And so that way they're learning how to properly budget their money as well. You know, so much goes back into the business, then there's so much to spend, and then there's so much to save, and then you have to tithe before all of that. So it's all about learning to manage money, and you're doing that in your business, but at the same time, they're learning how to do it for their future home. So it's a, it's all always good to to teach those skills early, that, that way children respect money. Right, right. They learn not to ask for as much when they're earning their own money. They get it. <laughs> they, they get the idea. So the, yeah, they they understand that. Oh, this is how this is how much you have to work just to afford that. You know, or this is what it is. I don't think my daughter quite under my oldest. She was all about taking out college loans. I mean, she even worked before, but because she worked during high school, but once she moved. Then she really understood the value of a dollar because now she wasn't home anymore and she's on her own and the bills come to her in her name. So she, I mean, she always understood. I shouldn't say she didn't. She was always very frugal-minded and she was always very mature, but 
it, I could see it even more, the maturity. There's a difference between knowing and having to live it, <laughs> you know. Well, and, and, and I think that a having – Go ahead. Oh, no, I just say I think that having, like, um, the experience even with a business, when you're running your own business, that that does help with a child's perspective and maturity level, especially when they're dealing with other people because businesses don't run without you having customers of some sort. You're dealing with people in some way. And I think that helps them, you know, gain some maturity because they have to learn how to conduct themselves in a professional manner. No, that's so true. And that the social skills that you get out of learning salesmanship and customer service really take you throughout the rest of your life and how you deal with people. It's important because, I mean, there's customers that really fright, frustrate you. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, learning how to subdue that frustration and, you know, turn it into something positive, a positive experience for the customer is important. So uh, those are things that, you know, you can even, not saying you're selling in your marriage, but that whole conflict resolution (laughs) (laughs) is important (laughs) everywhere. Yeah, very um, true, very true. Yeah, so that's, well, uh, yeah, there's just, there's so many aspects to it that are so great. So, well, you know, just before we wrap up, why don't we just say, let's see, what is your favorite thing about home business, especially introducing it to your children? Your favorite oh thing goodness. or your best experience? My favorite thing, uh, you're putting me on the spot. I would say uh, getting to see the excitement um, in my daughter's name is Hadassah. When Hadassah gets to, because I actually ask every customer to send me a picture of their baby or their daughter, because we also make them for little kids. I'll, I will ask them to send us a picture of the child wearing the item or using the item, and Hadassah just loves those pictures so every time we get one and she sees it I just her eyes just light up and that's just so neat because I the pride I that's my husband has said so many times that even if we weren't making money off of this not that he would want to go deep in the hole over it but he was like even if we weren't (laughs) making money back from this he would want us to be doing this because it has really given her a lot of confidence that we've noticed uh just because it, it is exciting to see a completed project and for somebody else to like it. There's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> with taking joy in that. Right. So right. that you can you can enjoy the what is it the fruit of your hands. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good. I think my favorite thing is also seeing how the kids respond, seeing them mature, seeing that um, look of accomplishment on their face. You know that. You know, just seeing seeing them. The, the whole process of it from the beginning and then as they go through it, seeing them come into their own is, is really, it's really nice to see that. So, yeah, I think so. So we hope that all of you out there have been either inspired or have reconsidered or maybe think, you know what, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it's not, maybe it's something I can fit into my business or, you know, maybe it's I'll try that home business after all and let my kids help out. You know, maybe this is something that you want to explore a little more on your own. Or you can go ahead and, you know, talk to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you have and help you out. You can come to our Facebook page. It's um, facebook.com slash talking mom to mom. 
or you can email us. We're very happy to answer emails at intro at talkingmomtomom.com. And join us next week. We are going to continue to talk about home business as the school year is winding up. It might be a good time to start exploring something else so you're not adding too much. I know that you're ready for your summer break and we're trying to add a little bit, but this is fun. It's going to be fun stuff. It's not going to be, you're not going to be reading too many books. You're going to be having a lot of fun with this and your kids will have a lot of fun with it too. So we hope you join us next time. And again, if you have any questions, even if it's about something else, Go ahead and email us, and you might end up as a subject of our next podcast. That might be scary, or it might not. It might be fun. <laughs> so thank you again, and we'll, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Talking Mom to Mom with Lindsay and Rochelle. Talking Mom to Mom is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. <laughs>